Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 11. Verse 22, even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Now Jesus, upon coming to this earth, he brought a lot of things to the table. And we know that today. Peace, uh, meaning for life, love, truth, etc. But he also brought the power over life and death. And upon being adopted into his family now, we are recipients of all of those things, including power over life and death. When all is said and done, we stand at the end of days, there really is only one issue that overrides everything else, and that's the issue of death. Thomas Hardy, an author, he wrote in his book called Countdown, and he said there, quote, The two ultimate questions of existence are these. Has anyone ever cheated death? Question number two, if he has, did he make a way for me to cheat it? End quote. You know, in the end, it doesn't matter how much money you have, I guess, what career you choose, or how many possessions you possess. Because death is coming. And it's coming for all of us. And that is a certainty that nothing else rivals. The answer to Arthur Thomas Hardy? Well, uh, is yes and yes. We are compelled to reiterate that Jesus is not only the way, but he is the way. He's it. The only door. The only ticket. He stated clearly for all of history to hear, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus, you see, had always ministered to the masses at large. But it seems now in this passage, actually from this point forward, uh, to the cross, maybe even his return to the Father, he would now for all of these last days of his life, concentrate on those who have already declared their faith in him. He's building up those who already have committed themselves to him because he knew and and when uh, he knew when he would leave and it would be up to them to reach a lost and dying world with the truth of himself. So, turns from the public masses here into this little group, this little group of his close and committed disciples. Now into the cross and his ascension, he would focus on ministering to his own, to solidify their faith and to solidify the ground that they walked upon. He would leave and yet his ministry would be maintained. This tough stuff was waiting for them, wasn't it? Just just around the corner. 
So these committed men and women would now have to step up. They would have to toughen up for spiritual warfare. Soon, they would, as I mentioned before, have to deal with the hard stuff, the less than pleasant facts of spiritual life. They would soon see Jesus hanging crucified upon the cross like a common criminal. And in their minds, he would be so very dead. Would that bring everything to an end? Would death be the end of all of this? Verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me still will still live even if he dies. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus had a way of beautifully clarifying his role in such matters. When it comes to the subject of love, he stated that he not only brought love and exercised love, but that he is love, he is the embodiment of love. He not only brings life to the table, but he literally is that very life. These are things that we need, we must come to understand if we are to embrace the fullness of a life in Christ. You see, no Jesus, no love. No Jesus, no life. No resurrection from the dead. Jesus isn't just bringing us these things. He is these things. And so when we embrace a life of Christ and he comes and fills us, he brings these things with him. In our day of adjusted doctrinal beliefs, I wonder how many of us really believe this. And if we do, why are we so invested in this temporal life then? Why is it that we virtually ignore any investments in the forever life which is coming? Jesus was always willing to feed the hungry. He was always willing to heal the sick and cast out demons. But his gospel was more than these things. Jesus, Jesus, he, he came to pay our impossible debt of sin. He came to triumph over death, not just for himself, but for you and I, for all of us. Wearsby commenting on this says, when you are sick, you want a doctor, not a medical book or a formula. When you are being sued, you want a lawyer, not a law book. Likewise, when you face your last enemy death, you want a savior, not a doctrine written in a book. When Jesus Christ... Every doctrine is made personal. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.